down to 50. Say something. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Bottom Up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's better. Are you talking? I am talking. Can you hear me? I can't hear you at all. Oh, no. No, I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> I shouldn't have done anything. I should have left it be. Uh. Okay. Uh... Type stopped recording. Types left channel and disconnected. Well, this is going well. Well, once we've finally sorted out our technical difficulties, you can look forward to another jam-packed episode of Bottom Up, featuring no less than three different games from the Lemming series and the book club this month. Plus, Nintendo Direct, Skatebird, Final Fantasy IX, and lots more in episode 37 of the Bottom Up podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 37 of Pod'em Up. My name is Ollie. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host Tibbs. Hello, Tibbs. Hello. How are you doing? Uh, really good. Yeah. Um, I love how we've sort of streamlined our recording process now, so it's just click and go. It you is, know, there's no, very much there's so. There's no trouble. There's it's no great. trouble. There's no programs not working. There's no oh. um, you not being able to hear me. There's no being able to hear myself back on your end. It's brilliant, you know. After 37 shows, yeah. we've got it down to a fine art. You know, it's professionalism that keeps the show going the way it does. Absolutely. We definitely didn't have any of those issues that I just no. mentioned at all. No, no, we no. We are no. absolute pros at this. So, um, what have you been up to? Games. Games. Yeah, mm, mostly games. Up to games, yeah. Um, Skatebird. Yeah. Mm. So former incoming indie skatebird. Actually, yeah. yeah, I was really looking forward to it as well. I thought it's a lovely idea for a game. Yeah, uh, I love the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I backed it on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. So I got the code through, yeah. and and uh, you very kindly gave me uh, another one. Uh, a, yeah, a, a, a I was going to say version. Yeah, yeah, really nice of them. They said on on the email, it said you know there's two separate codes here. So if you know some, um, if you know a friend who wants a game, give them the second code. Yeah. And away you go. Oh, that's so, really cool. Yeah, thanks. Thanks yeah. for doing that, mate. Thanks for. Uh, yeah. And that. So I've, I, I've had a little play with it myself as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can't say I, I like it that much. It feels a little bit unfinished still, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's a really nice idea. I love the actual models of the little birds. Um, I've got myself yeah. a little, little zebra finch, and he's got little headphones on. Uh, I love the fact that. When you bail from a skateboard, they ju- he just sort of like rolls over and yeah. tweaks. Yeah. Um, 
there's so much to like about it, but it just doesn't feel like it's quite there. It feels like it's it feels early access, really. It does a bit, doesn't it? And it isn't presumably. It's meant to be a finished game, right? It is a finished game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the main thing is the camera is just it's just horrid. Yeah, it's a bit wobbly in it. Yeah. It's really wobbly, um, and it just makes it very hard to. I'm not really sensitive usually to bad cameras or, you know, there's games where people complain about the cameras and I've played it and I thought, well, that's not that bad, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know, making mountains out of molehills. Mm. But I really couldn't get on with this one and there was the field of view, the default field of view that was set, um, it was a bit wide and it just made my stomach go a little bit, Ugh. and I had okay. to adjust, adjust it down. I've never, I don't think I've ever adjusted the field of view on a game ever <laughs> no I, it just didn't gel with me but i know they they put out a tweet uh or it was either on twitter or it was on the steam page um where they said they're aware of the camera issues and it they they're gonna fix it they're um they're gonna basically recode the camera code from scratch because oh, wow. uh, they're using some like a built-in unity camera sure, yeah. and they're gonna um, write their own camera from scratch, but it's going to obviously that's quite a, a job to do. So oh, yeah, it's not yeah. it's going to be a few updates down the line. So yeah. I think it's a game I'll probably revisit once it's had a, a few patches and a few few improvements. Um, hmm. But yeah, I got to say I I, I I don't like to say, but I was a little bit disappointed with that. Yeah, I think it's got potential if they can if they can fix up a few of those things, you know, because it's yeah. a lovely idea. Just you know, if you if you don't remember what I was talking about, if you haven't. Um, seen it it's just tony hawks but with little birds riding skateboards around you know just and they're they're sort of bird sized so they're just riding around a room on these little tiny skateboards um lovely idea it is a really lovely idea and you know the graphically and presentation wise it's you know it's spot on but Mm. i think you know the the game engine itself just isn't quite there yet you know it's not not quite cooked yet i think Mm. looks a little bland as well i i I noticed just sort of the, the room in that first area anyway I didn't go beyond that but it's just I don't know could use a little bit more sprucing up maybe I don't know a little, yeah a little bit of sprucing up I think mm. and yeah just they have they have acknowledged that some of the um, the tutorial aspects of it aren't really that clear mm. the controls aren't exactly like Tony Hawk the, the physics aren't Tony Hawk physics it's like the way you jump higher and things and get more air is a bit different and you know there's like a there's a mission there called get big friends charger or something mm. and that's basically the tutorial for how to get higher jumps and things and right. a lot of people didn't really apparently didn't really get that so they're going back and on the next update they're going to be tweaking a lot of the tutorials and a lot of the the the, the first area to try and make it a bit clearer what you need to do and how mm. to control it and how to do tricks and things so mm. It, they're taking a lot of this stuff on board, um, yeah. and I think you know after a few a few updates, it should be a lot more impressive. Um, hmm. Yeah, sounds sounds promising that they're sort of committed. Yeah. They're not just going to push it out and forget about it. You know, they're going to commit to yeah. it a bit better. I didn't want to come on and just sort of slate it because no, it, it no. is such a you know it's a nice idea for a game. It's an indie studio doing it, and hmm. you know there's obviously a lot of love and a lot of passion behind it, um, but. Uh, you know, if someone said to me, you know, should I spend my money on this? I don't know if I could honestly recommend it at the moment no. in the state it's currently in. Yeah, no, I would, I would agree. It's a shame they didn't release 
a release version sort of earlier to 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 backers you know and um because i'm assuming they didn't I think there was a couple of demo versions, but they okay. were, you know, they were only on Steam, um, right. okay. and I didn't really, I didn't really get a chance to play that. Let's see, this is I should mention. I got the, I got a free Steam key um, for my Kickstarter, and mm. I tried to play it, but my laptop just isn't built for for games at all, so I couldn't get to run. So I ended up actually buying it on Switch. Oh, um, I see. Oh, that's a shame. I couldn't even use the Steam Yeah, oh, so okay. I, I've got the Steam version to use one day when I get a, a PC capable of playing games, but yeah, um, yeah until then, I, yeah, I just I bought it on, on Switch and played it on that. Mm. Um, but yeah, there were demo versions released uh, on, I think they were on Steam or, or for PC anyway, and I, I, I never really got never the chance to check yeah. those out. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll keep an eye on that anyway. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely come back and revisit it. Know, yeah. um, I also been playing a lot of uh, Cruising Blast. Oh yeah, I was looking at this. It's a nice, um, nice looking sort of arcade racer. On, oh, it's um, so good. Is it? Yeah. It's was, so good. Yeah, I read a little, or I saw a little review on YouTube. It did look quite nice. Yeah. It's great. It's just a really good old fashioned arcade racer. Mm. Um, it's great. You just race along these tracks. Uh, the tracks are mental. There's like a Yeti and he smashes a hole in the floor mm. and then mm. you fall through it. And um, you can unlock different cars. Uh, some of the cars aren't actually cars. You can unlock a Triceratops. That's right. Yeah, I saw this. It's crazy. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> Triceratops, a Hammerhead Shark I've got now, a UFO, a Unicorn, mm. um, a Fire Engine. Nice. And they, they flip around and they, they spin and it's super unrealistic, isn't it? But it's just oh, yeah. intentionally so, you know, it's um Yeah. You know. It is so good, honestly. I I can't recommend it enough. It's okay. it's really good. And it's it's just really nice to have an old fashioned game in the sense that it's got hidden cars and tracks to unlock and there's no microtransactions yeah. and there's no DLC crap. Mm. There's it's just a pure arcade racing game and it, I love it. I can't recommend it enough. Um I never really played any of the other cruising games. No, I was gonna say I haven't either really. No. no. It's a long running series, isn't it? It's about yeah, yeah. three or four games in it I think. Yeah, because um, when it came out in the arcade it was it turned out to be not true, but it was promoted as being running on the same hardware that the Nintendo Ultra 64 would right. be using. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, and then it turned out to be not yeah. anything similar at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently the the guy, it, I forget his name, the, the guy who runs the studio, um, he w- was one of the creators of the original game. Hmm. And he's the head of the studio who's done Cruising Blast. Um, he said in an interview that they, depending on how well Cruising Blast sells, they might look to do a compilation pack of the other three cruising oh, that, games. Yeah, no, that's, that sounds So cool. yeah. I would love that. So I'm really hoping it sells well because it's, yeah. it's just a, a really good time. Are all, um, the, are all the other ones on the N64? Because I think N64. There's, there's two or three, yeah. There's two or three um, of them, isn't there? Yeah, there's there's three main cruising games: uh, cruising USA, cruising world, and cruising exotic. Exotica. Exotica. Yeah. Um, and then there was another cruising game, but think... it was actually a Fast and Furious. It was it was released in the arcade as um, Fast and Furious to tie in with one of the movies. Yeah. And then they bought it to Wii and just named it Cruising. Okay. All right. Um, but so and it's then... not really. 
the it's same not thing. really the same thing, I don't think. I've not played it. And then there was Cruising Blast in the arcades a few years ago, yeah. and then it's finally been ported to, to home consoles. Mm. So. Is there a physical for it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I bought oh, physical, cool. yeah. Okay, yeah, I might, might look into getting that, because that does look really nice. Yeah, yeah it's it's really, I, it's yeah, it's it's up our street, really. It's the mm. sort of thing, it would be, it feels like a game that would be right at home on the Dreamcast or the Saturn or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it looks like, yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's, it's great. Okay, cool. Been playing anything else? I don't say that's been taking up most of my time, I think. Um... No, that's the that's the two main games I, I've been playing. I've been playing a bit of Hitman Two. I keep going. To, uh, sorry, Hitman Three. Mm. I keep going back to Hitman every now and then, just because it's it's quite an addictive little game. But mm. um, yeah, the the majority of my, you know, what free time I've had outside of our um, pick of the month has been on on those two, really. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've taken the plunge and started an RPG. Oh. Uh, okay. Final Fantasy Nine. Ah, nice. So expect me to be talking about this for the next, you know, six months or so. <laughs> it's um, it's going to be another Chrono Trigger situation. Yeah. Um, I just I was just sort of looking for ne- what I wanted to play next, and I couldn't quite settle on anything I really wanted to do. Um, and at the time, I thought, oh, there's nothing coming up that I really want to play that much. But and I've since noticed a couple of things that I do actually want to play. But now I've started this, I can't. Anyway. But anyway, um, so I thought. I quite fancy trying an RPG again, and I've always wanted to do another Final Fantasy, and I've always yeah. quite liked the look of Nine, so I've decided to to go for it. So um, yeah, I may not be talking about much else for the next few months, but <laughs> at least you <laughs> can it. you can go through the progress as I go through. It. I've done I've done about three three and a half hours, I think. So we've I don't know how much how familiar you are with the early phases. Are you how much you can oh, remember? Oh yeah, yeah, but... yeah. I've, I've I've played through it a couple of times. Okay, so we've done the bit. Um, where they kidnap the princess and they sort of yeah. leave and the, all the cannons fire at them and everything and they've landed in the forest. They're currently in the ice cave. Oh, yeah. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. yeah, so I'm just in the middle of that, basically. Um, but I like it. Yeah, it's really nice so far. It's um, it, it was the same with Seven as well. I love the, the writing because there's mm. something about the dialogue and the way the characters talk to each other that is seems much more organic than a lot of RPGs. Yeah. I can't put my finger on why, but there's just something about it. There's something more natural and more interesting reading it than a lot of RPGs feel like a lot of the characters and the things they say all feel a bit bland and a bit uninteresting sometimes, but yeah, not in I Final think... Fantasy. No, I think it, when they, when they localise it, I think some RPGs, I think they must translate it really literally. Yeah. And mm. it's, the dialogue just feels a bit stilted. That's and it's, right. It doesn't, it's just, doesn't it's translate just like a well, literal yeah. translation. But I think yes. when it's localized properly and they make it sound like a native speaker would, would converse with each other, mm. that's, you know, and I think Final Fantasy really nails that a lot of the time. That must um, be it. Yeah. 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 It's all about but yeah, the translation. It, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Final Fantasy is a, a, a great game. It's tough as nails in places, but okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, you'll. I think you enjoy it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I choice. like the look of it. I like the sort of the more fantasy style thing because I didn't want anything looking sort of too serious and downbeat all the time, you know. So it looks quite bright and vibrant. And you know, yeah, it is. It's really, you know, I'm I'm not stating anything that no one else has stated here, but it mm. it, it really is kind of a love letter to sort of the history of Final Fantasy. There's lots okay. of. Lots of little Easter eggs to all um, other to basically all the other Final Fantasy games, and you know, 
in terms of the gameplay, the characters, you know, and even bits of music. There's like I, I think you might have when you crashed in the forest. Um, there was the the, the band practicing. Yeah, yeah. from seven. I know it from, from yeah. Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, the yeah. the march. That's right. Yeah, um, I recognise that. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's loads of little um, little Easter eggs like that through, scattered throughout. Okay. Um, mm. It's just a really yeah, it's just a really great little send off yeah. for the series on the that generation. Yeah, it looks like it's quite gone quite far since seven graphically as well because I'm oh, guessing yeah, it yeah. was released much later on in the PlayStation's life, and you can see the advancements that have happened in that time with the characters and everything because obviously seven there were all these little tiny little blocky characters moving around, um, but they're much more detailed than this, and it's um, it's nice to see. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's a, a, I find it particularly entertaining when Sid turns up in there because there's always a oh. Sid in Final Fantasy. Oh right, okay. um, well the same so character Sid... or just someone? No, called... just someone called Sid. Oh, okay. Um, but when he pops up, um, it's, it's it's hilarious. So oh, yeah, I'll have... look out for that. Yeah, look out for that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Um, yeah, that's all I've been playing. Oh, did you um, get, do any more on Zelda from last month? I haven't, no, I've got to be okay. honest, no. Um, I've had other things, you know, no, cropping fine. up and, and, and taking up the time. But Yeah, I um, haven't either. I, I think I did a little bit, but I didn't... Um, yeah, I think I'll just do it occasionally, maybe. Just yeah, it, yeah, I was outbid on my, my secret bid oh, on eBay. Oh, were you? On your secret yeah. bid. Someone worked it out. Mm. Yeah, someone worked it out. But, um, <laughs> yeah, oh, sniped it like the last minute. But it was only like by like £5 as well. Oh, it's it so like, annoying. Isn't it? yeah. It's like, where do you draw that line? You know, where yeah. do you... Where... <laughs> you can. Yeah. I always go for like something, and then twenty six p. I don't know why. Oh, that's like, what I do as well. I always choose a really odd number. Yeah, you, like, I assume that other people would just be doing round numbers, and that extra twenty six p. Yeah, something might but then just I think edge you over. Or what if they did one p, or two p, or five p, or ten p? <laughs> so for some reason, twenty six sounds like something that people wouldn't go that far. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> obviously, twenty six p is nothing, but you don't want to be outbid by that amount. So. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, eBay's a bit of a, a battlefield at the moment with all the. Did Did you want end up watching that? I did. Fascinating. Yeah. Absolutely fascinating. Yeah, yeah crazy, mm. isn't it? It's that's uh, very depressing, outrageous. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the. Yeah, well, I we put, I think I put a link to it in the show notes last time, and I'm did I put it on Twitter? I might, I can't remember now. But, we'll put it um, on Twitter again because it needs it, the, I think, needs a signal boost. I think everyone in the, the retro gaming community needs to watch it and see what's going on here because it is pretty disgusting, frankly. Yeah, did you um, see that Sonic the Hedgehog cartridge it sold recently? Yeah, I did. It was something like what was it four hundred and something thousand thousand or something? Yeah, yeah, and just even Yuji Naka <laughs> noticed it and tweeted about it, didn't he? I know. Okay. So it's just. Oh. And it was graded like like ninety eight percent or something, and mm. the the box was torn. The, the like the cellophane around the box was torn and just creased. Shows it's all and a load it's of like, oh, absolute it's rubbish, all, isn't it? It's yeah. all horse feathers, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Shocking. Well, I just hope that the bottom falls out of it soon enough, and then we all, yeah. we all get back to doing things normally. I don't know. Anyway, so should we do the news? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the news. News. Okay, there's a few bits, actually, in the news I've got. Um, okay. Let's do this. The PlayStation CMOS battery fixed. Yes. Did you see this? Yeah. Yes, I so did, that yes. Was, that was a victory for uh, for everyone involved. For everyone involved, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So with this, uh, we've talked about this in a previous episode. It was the the, the sort of the ticking time bomb of um, once, at some point, in theory, PS4s might not be able to run 
any games, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, or... I mean, it, it was, yeah, basically, if the battery, because there's a battery that keeps the internal clock um, running, basically, mm-hmm. uh, if that battery goes dead, uh, as all batteries eventually will, it would then use the internet, it would connect to the Sony servers to set the, the internal clock. Mm-hmm. And it's worth stressing, this isn't the clock that you see in the corner of the screen, uh, that's just for display purposes, that's a separate thing. Mm-hmm. The clock we're talking about can't be seen or amended by the user in any way. Yeah. So if you don't have an internet connection, so in a the situation where the Sony no longer supports PS4 and it can't connect to the servers anymore mm. and that battery goes the PS4 won't boot anything yeah. so physical games won't work digital games won't work not, it, it's game over, you've got a brick basically mm-hmm. and uh, the guys over at Does It Play One uh, at Does It Play One um, who for disclosure I, I volunteer with them and do a, you know do testing and stuff with them and, yeah. and help them out with a few things um, really kicked up a stink about it, and rightly so, um, because you can't just have games being neglected like that. And, no. you know, all, games aren't just to be forgotten about when the next big thing comes along. You mm-hmm. know, it's important to preserve these things. And as long as you've got issues like this, you know, it's a completely unnecessary problem it's you know it's drm or you know digital rights management anti-copy whatever you want to call it it's a problem that's in place that doesn't need to be there that it would you know potentially affect the preservation of the entire ps4 library Mm -hmm. for for future Mm. um so they you know they kicked up a stink about it and sony i don't think have ever actually acknowledged it officially um there were a few tweets from them saying their engineers had looked at it yeah. and it wasn't an issue. That's right. That's what I saw initially. Um, yeah. But in terms of, you know, press releases or talking to the press about it, I don't think Sony have ever said anything about it. No. Mm. But on the latest um, PS4 firmware, the 9.0, it does seem that it has been fixed. Yeah. Um, does that suggest that it was never an intended uh, thing? Like oh, to definitely. There was yeah, just a, a, an accident, basically. They didn't mean uh, for that to be the case. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, from, from what we can gather, um, and, you know, speaking with the guys that does it play, hmm. um, there's no indication that it was ever an in- intentional functionality. It was just, it seems like it was an oversight related to um, uh, probably the trophies is, is the, the current best theory. Right. Um, it's to, it was to stop people messing about with the clock and unlocking trophies and things like that before they were, a- before they were supposed to. Yeah, I see. Um, and that's, it, it seems to have been sort of an unintended side effect from that. And that seems to have been fixed now with uh, with the new firmware version because there's something trophies don't act the same way if you're off you know if you play it offline and you unlock the trophies I don't I I can't say I care about trophies particularly so I no. haven't tested it myself but uh, modern vintage gamer did a video on it um, and he I think he said. There were trophies that he had unlocked that were showing as locked again when he was playing it offline, or something like that. Mm. But either way, the games work, and that's the important thing to yeah. take away from it. Um, you know I, now you say that, I think I've had that when my internet has been funny, or sometimes the PS4 doesn't properly connect to the internet. I've had situations where I'm sure I've unlocked a trophy and it just doesn't say that I have. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. I think that's what it what it boiled down to. But um, 
It's good. It's really good that Sony fixed it. Yeah. Um, the hope now is whether it will be fixed on the PS5 and the PS3. Um, yeah. Because it it does affect them as well, not so much with um, physical games, but certainly digital games mm-hmm. um, are very much affected. So time will tell. You know, obviously you... the PS3 isn't a big priority for for Sony. No, it still gets firmware updates, but generally it's to update the Blu-ray keys, so um, you can carry on playing the latest Blu-ray films on oh, that. Okay. So I'm. The thinking is they might slip it in with the next update for the Blu-ray keys, but yeah, I suppose it it's a case of them assigning, you know, development work to do that. Yeah, and whether they think it's worth doing, whether it's yeah, whether there's a, that, you know yeah. a, a benefit to do it or not. Yeah, but... which may they may they may decide there isn't, but hopefully not. You would you would hope that they there'd be nothing other than that there'd be nothing stopping them from doing that unless there were certain features on the PS3 or the PS5 that that are in conflict with that that mean that they certain features no longer work and so they won't they won't do that i would hope not i mean mm. i i would re- i would reserve comment you know and leave it for someone more technically adept at the you know the ps3 you know behind yeah. the scenes kind of stuff with it you know the the homebrew scene and the hackers and things like that probably a better place to to speculate but i wouldn't imagine there's any any technical reason why they couldn't do it i would say if it's not done it's more a business decision rather than a technical yeah. one mm. okay well we'll keep we'll keep an eye out for those and see uh see if any progress on the ps3 and the ps5 front yeah occurs. yeah yeah so Sticking with PlayStation, did you see the the state of is it called State of Play? Their little State of Play. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, no, I didn't. Um, I gotta be honest. I ha- I I did see it was coming up, but mm. it's all. I figured it's all going to be PS Five stuff. Well, it is. And yeah, I haven't got one. So, uh... <laughs> well, I I watched it to see if there was a re- if it could give me a reason to buy a PS Five, and mm-hmm. turns out it didn't really for me personally <laughs> i know a lot of people there's a lot of games that did get us excitement you know there's a spider-man another spider-man game come in there's uh, i can't remember oh like another what's it called god of war things but it's all just the same things over and over again do you know what i mean like yeah. they it's just uh, i'm i'll keep an eye on it but i'm i'm still waiting to see something that you know really entice me the game, the, the thing is, the, the big games that they've announced so far that would interest me, uh, well, they're not even big games, I suppose. The the one that interests me most is Stray, the one with that cat. Yeah. Cat the cat going about with the, like, the robots and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I love the look of that. I lo- that looks like a really good game. I really want to play that. It's coming yeah. out on PS4 as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which I appreciate, because it means, you know, I can actually get to play it. Mm. Um but I don't think there's been anything like PS5 exclusive, other than maybe Ratchet and Clank. Ratchet and Clank's the only one for me that does look good, but not yeah. good enough to warrant buying a PS5 alert on its own. If you can even yeah. get one, you know. So. I was going to say, even if you can get one, it's it's a bit of a stretch at the moment. The only things on PS5 that make me think oh, I really want that mm. would be Ratchet and Clank and um, Astrobot. Yeah, and me too. that's. You know, for six hundred quid or however much it is, that's a big ask. It's a big ask. Yeah, you're you're you banking know. on there being more stuff like that. But I mean, I I, I don't know. And it's also been been out for nearly a year now. The new consoles, haven't they? Is that right? Or yeah, they, yeah. And they're still really I mean, hard to get, aren't they? They're really hard to get. They re- they really are hard to get. And 
I know they boast about the sales figures and everything, and they say it's mm. been the most successful PlayStation launch ever and everything. It rings a bit hollow when half of them are sat in a lockup yeah, somewhere, don't exactly, they? Exactly, yeah. I've said it before, I know, I sound like a broken record, but if people don't actually have the consoles to play, it's not really much of an accolade, is it? No. <laughs> to say it's sold no, out. not really, no. It's... Um... Mm. It's it's really frustrating. I know there's you know there's a big a serious semiconductor shortage worldwide at the moment. Um, yeah. You know which is obviously going to impact their ability to to keep production up. But yeah, it's just it's it's ridiculously hard to get hold of them. The only console you can get at the moment easily is the Xbox Series S, the the digital sort of halfway between the Xbox One yeah. and the Xbox Series X. Yeah. Um, is that because no one wants it? Or <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Because it's not just the digital only version, it's actually a dumbed down version of the, the X, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not as powerful. Yeah. It's not as powerful. Yeah, it's, it's a bit more powerful than the Xbox One X, but not as powerful as the Xbox Series X. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I said this before, but their naming conventions are absolutely it's atrocious. It's terrible. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so bad. You need like a spreadsheet to work out what's which one's which. Don't you? Oh, it's it's just daft. Um, the only reason I would pick up an Xbox One S is again we've mentioned this before. I think it's fantastic for emulation. Apparently, hmm. yes. Um, you know, you can run PlayStation 1 games upscaled to 4K, apparently, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Um, still don't have a 4K tally, so it's limited yeah. utility for me. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's all sorts, apparently. So, you know, if you're looking for an emulation box, um, you know, you could probably do worse. But mm. in terms of next gen, uh, it's just, I don't I, it's, you've got more chance of, I don't know, sparing horns. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very good. Right, um, uh, the other thing is um, Nintendo Direct happened a couple oh, yeah. of days ago as the time of recording. I did um, watch that. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. I didn't stay up for it. I watched it the following morning. Yeah, Ma- the Mario movie. Uh, lots of opinions about, <laughs> oh. a bit about this, isn't there? Yeah. Um, the Mario characters all have uh, are all been assigned Hollywood actors and, you know, Chris Pratt is Mario, isn't he? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, I can't imagine it. I must <laughs> I be honest. Can't imagine it, no. But do you know what? I mean, we all said the Sonic movie was not going to work, and True. it did. It did, um, yeah. So you yeah. never know. You, know, the, you never know. And uh, the, again, we've said this. One thing we've always said about Nintendo is their quality control, especially these days, is really top notch. Oh don't yeah. Let, they don't let anything slip out unless it's really good quality. No. So, and, and Miyamoto himself is, is came on to Nintendo Direct and talked about it, and he said yeah. he's working with the studio to do it. So you know, he's, he's got to have something going for it, presumably. Yeah. Are you? I'll reserve judgment until we see like a trailer or something. Exactly. I think everyone's gone a bit too mental with it. I mean, I think it's, as I say, I can't imagine it, but you just need to wait and see what they're going to do with it because it might do something really interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, bef- like going back to the Sonic movie, you know, before you saw any trailers of it, before you saw any artwork of it, you just knew when we just heard that they were doing a live action Sonic film. Yeah. I think most people's reaction was like, oh, no, that's not a good idea. Exactly. You can't do it in live action. Yeah. And then, you know, Jim Carrey's going to be Dr. Robotnik. And you think, really? Mm-hmm. And, but then when you see it yeah. and it all kind of gels, it, it, it works. works. They managed to you make know? it work. And there's no telling what 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 they can do 
you know, because they're, they're they're pros. They know how to do, how to do these things. You know, yeah. So, you know, I'd say yeah. leave it in their hands. Let's see what happens. Basically, and the thing is, they they still bear the mockery of the original Super Mario. This Brothers is the thing; movie. they can't escape that original movie, can they? <laughs> no, so I just don't think they're going to make the same mistake twice. So you if would hope gonna, not. No. No, if they're going to go all out on a on a full theatrical movie, mm. it's going to be they're going to make sure it's good. I think. Yeah, mm. it's interesting though because Mario games don't usually have much of a story to them. No, I mean they barely have any dialogue usually. So, they obviously they're going to have to make quite a few changes to make that work as a movie. They couldn't just have Mario running around with um, the the guy who normally voices him. Uh, just making crazy sounds the whole way through and just having things just, you know, it wouldn't work as a movie. So It, it might. I mean, they, they, I could do, like, they could go really avant-garde with it and make it really experimental. They could do, but this, this is Hollywood, so they're not going to, are they? Let's be honest. <laughs> it might work as a little series of shorts and, you know, little cartoons yeah. and things, but as a movie, I think I can see... Why they would need to cast actual voice actors to do it, um, but then again, you look at things like Wally, and that for the, for the first whole yeah. half of that movie, there's no hardly there's any dialogue, is no there? No dialogue just at all, really. No characters. So you know, you, you never know, do you? No, I, I, I I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic about it. I yeah. think um, I can't imagine Chris Pratt playing Mario, hmm. but. You know, and I can't imagine. I'm struggling to imagine Jack Black playing Bowser. But... See, I think that would actually quite work quite well. I can I can see that being quite entertaining. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, reckon, I I I'm gonna I'm gonna put my bet on it being good rather than bad. I think. I think yeah, I think so. I think... You know, everyone loves to be cynical about these things, but. Mm. Yeah, we got no reason to suspect it'll be anything other than entertaining, I think. So yeah. Yeah. I look forward to the first trailer. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, other stuff in the direct. Uh, post-apocalyptic Kirby looked quite uh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it seems like an odd odd thing to do for Kirby, but I, I quite <laughs> like the look. The game looks quite good. I it think. looks really nice, yeah. I must admit, I haven't played hardly any Kirby, really. Oh, um, I love Kirby. Yeah, right. I we should do one on the podcast. Sometime. Oh, we should, yeah. But uh, are, some of them tend to look a bit kind of crazy for me. I, I find a little bit off-putting, some some of them. But mm. this one actually looks a little bit, you know, sort of there's a Mario Odyssey element to it, I was going to say, it, it does look very Mario Odyssey, it's, it's, doesn't it? It looks more like a sort of open-world Kirby, perhaps. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it looks quite nice. Keep an eye on that one. Um, N64 and Mega Drive games coming to the Switch Online thing. Yeah, I'm a bit mm. more cynical about this one. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, it's good that they're actually putting a lot more games on there, yeah. rather than the the occasional... Originally, it was like two weeks, here's three SNES games, most of which aren't particularly good. Um, and then after a while, they stopped doing, even doing that. There was a message saying, okay, we're not going to do that anymore, and it's just we'll <laughs> release them occasionally, you know, and there's yeah. hardly anything coming. At least they've dumped a load of N64 Mega Drive games on there. But there's, they've they've obviously done a little calculation, a little Nintendo calculation, of what all these games are worth, and go, oh no, we've got to we've got to raise that price. That's not we can't That's we can't the thing. Give, give them all these games for that. You know, they've got to increase the price. Nintendo, I think, have always had and continue to have a really inflated sense of how much their back catalogue is worth. Yes, very much. So. Um, 
you know, when the Nintendo Switch Online service was first announced, the idea that there would be a new NES ROM to play, which is essentially what it is, every mm. month or every every week or whatever it was, yeah. they really thought that was gonna that was gonna be a big deal for that people. was gonna set the world alight. Yeah, that was gonna yeah. be you know get people excited, mm. and it's like. How many different ways have people got to play Mario Brothers now? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's mm. not it's just it's just not an enticing prospect. Okay. Um and then to say, you know, cuz people have been clamoring for more games on the um the Switch online service. What people basically want is like a virtual console. Yeah. You know, that's what people have been asking for. They want everything and want hundreds of games at, at your fingertips basically with a, yeah. a you know, a reasonable charge a reasonable charge you know but now they're saying okay we hear you you can have some you you can have some n64 games and we'll give you a small we'll give you like eight mega drive games as well and we'll take some extra money on top of that for Mm. for that thanks yeah it's like "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna cost you (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And we're I not mean... going to tell you how much it's going to cost. We're we're just going to wait and see what the reaction is first before we announce the price. <laughs> <laughs> also, I can't imagine there's much more sort of server costs and things involved in that because these games, even N64 games, are quite small, aren't they? File size oh, wise. Yeah. I mean, for a company like Nintendo, the the, the cost server wise is negligible. Exactly. So it's just it's literally just oh, the, these games are worth more, so let's charge more, isn't it? So yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting that um, I saw a tweet from someone earlier just while um, I was preparing for this show, and um, someone said it's interesting that they appear to value Mega Drive games more than SNES games. Essentially, <laughs> <laughs> more. <laughs> oh yeah, these are more more premium. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's that's quite interesting. Mm. It is it is odd how they you know the the the, the partnership with Sega, but um, mm. I mean I, you know, I'm for it, but. I mean, again, there's a Sega compilation cartridge. It's not a particular. I, the PlayStation 4 version isn't very good, or yeah. it wasn't very good when it came out. I don't know about the Switch version. But you can buy a cartridge today that has like 40, 50 games on it. Mm. You know, if you're interested in Mega Drive games, wouldn't you have done that already? Oh, you'd have, you'd have all sorts of ways of getting them by now, either the Mega Drive Mini yeah. or, you know, the, I mean, all the various compilations. All so. the various compilations, but even on the Switch, I mean, the games are there, you yeah. can just go get them now. Yeah, many of them are than, in the Ages selection as well. They're in, yeah, they're in the know? Ages selection as well, so... How many more ways do you need to play Mega Drive <laughs> games? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's always the same ones as well, isn't it? I think there's... It's always the same ones. I think it's the same ones on this as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Comic Zone and... All the yeah, usuals, yeah. Usual things. Mm. Okay, and the controllers they uh, they came out with as well, you know, yeah, fifty or fifty dollars or something for an N sixty four, and the same for a Mega Drive controller as well. Yeah, um, and the Japan Japan version apparently has the six button one, and we have the three button one. Seriously? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Oh come on! They did that with something else, didn't they? Was it the Mega Drive Mini that happened as well? Oh, I don't there know. There was something, some Mega Drive thing, where the, we got the three-button controller and they got the six-button controller again. Oh, that's shifty. So I don't know what that's about. Oh, I don't like that. No. No. I, I mean, I I welcome more games. You know, a- anything that gives us more games to play, I'm all in favour of. But, yeah. you know, they've set the, the Nintendo Switch Online package already. And to just say, well, this is... 
this is extra. You just have to pay. You, I know you've already paid. Yeah. But this is a little bit more. It just gives so a little bit more. This is behind our our gold door. You know. Yeah. This is uh, yeah. You, it costs a little bit more. Sorry. And they're even calling it the expansion pack as well. Yeah. <laughs> I just think it's a bit, it's a bit cheeky. It is a bit. It's a bit cheeky. Yeah. You know, they're not a company that's short of money. It's not like they're, you know, they're struggling way down behind Microsoft and Sony at the moment in sales terms. It just seems a bit of a cash grab, and yeah, does a bit. But I'll buy it though because I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> <laughs> you need that player. one more way to play Sonic Two, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. oh, that's the point. I bet Sonic Origins Collection or whatever it's called, I bet that's going to come out on Switch as well. Oh, yeah. I was hoping to see that in the thing because they're running out of time now to release that if they want to get it out for the, the 30th anniversary year. I don't um, think it's coming out this year, is it? You don't, well, it doesn't look like it, no. They would have no. They would have told us more about it by now, wouldn't they? Yeah, there would have at least been like like a trailer or something. I hope that suggests that it's more than just you know a bunch of ROMs taped together. That they've actually put some effort into it. I would hope so. I'll tell you what, actually... Um, I was watching a video on YouTube today by a channel, The Geek Critique, mm-hmm. and uh, the guy does uh, lots of Sonic reviews, you know, retrospectives on the Sonic games, yeah. and he uploaded one today, or yesterday, uh, about Sonic Jam on the Saturn, Yeah, mm. and he cited in there a interview that uh, Yuji Naka did with some magazine or book or something, and apparently Sonic wasn't very well known in Japan. Yeah, that's always and, kind of been the case. He's one and of... w- when Nights into Dreams came out, yeah. and it came at the little Sonic Team thing at the beginning, yeah. they they got letters from people asking what what Sonic, <laughs> what Sonic, t- who's, who who's Sonic, and what what's a Sonic Team, and that's what's what Sonic Team, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what what's Sonic about? Mm. I don't know what's that got to do with Nights into Dreams. Who's Sonic? That seems really mind blowing to me. At that, at that, if at that stage, you know, by the time the Saturn's out, and there were people in Japan still unaware of Sonic. Yeah, I mean, the Mega Drive didn't sell tremendously well in Japan, and the Saturn actually kind of did. It was the only place yeah, where it was yeah. really successful. So I, yeah, I can see that it is fairly well documented that Sonic has never gone been that successful in Japan. Ironically, yeah, he's always been in the West. It's really big, and places like Brazil where it's ridiculously huge but it yeah in japan never quite managed it for some reason um which, that's, is, that's, which yeah, makes really the fact that they often get the most cool sonic stuff yeah all the more annoying yeah because they don't even care about it they, they get all the cool merch it. and everything you know <laughs> they don't even care they don't want it you know why can't we have it but you know that's another matter yeah but yeah, he was he, part of, of what he was saying there was, um, you know, hoping that uh, Origins Collection is more than just a bunch of ROMs, you know, and they could really do something special and have like a, a museum type thing like they did with Sonic Jam. Oh, yeah, and really, I mean, really do it special. I remember but... being really excited about Sonic Jam and, and, and getting the demo and then and getting it. We, Me and my dad had a trouble finding it. We went to, I think we went to Curry's or Comet and it was like the last one there because, you know, the Saturn wasn't was getting less prolific in the shops at that point so yeah um and yeah i loved it i love the the 3d world sonic world i think it was called it's the first sort of proper 3d sonic thing 
You know, he's yeah, running right. around going to little museums. Absolutely love that. You can listen to all the music and watch all the those incredible videos with um, like the various Japanese adverts and things. And you saw the Sonic CD intro and outro. It was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. really hope that they do something like, especially if it's meant to be a 30th celebration. Yeah, well, I'm hoping for some gameplay tweaks, like being able to play as different characters in different levels you don't normally see. Um, maybe even little challenges like hack the game a little bit to make to, to sort of set up little challenges like get a certain number of rings and things like that you know well what we're all secretly hoping is they're going to be the christian whitehead versions based, well, yeah. you know, based on the christian whitehead versions at least and adapted in some way but um yeah 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 they're, they're leaving it late to to do anything if it's going to be this year aren't they yeah it looks like it yeah mm. It's been a bad year for anniversaries in terms of games. I, I wanted to. I don't want to derail the the show too much, but it's the. I think it's the twenty fifth anniversary or twentieth anniversary of Tomb Raider. Yeah, mm. and they've done nothing to celebrate yeah. it. Really, it's funny. Some franchises do, like Sonic and Mario. They always every five years you get a load of tut that you know you got to buy. But some other franchises, or usually the more mature ones, perhaps like Tomb Raider. They don't tend to do much, do they? No, they, I mean they they really they could have just stuck a disc out with the you know the five original PlayStation games. Mm. They all run on the same engine, basically. You know, mm. it's not like I mean, there's even open source reimplementations of the engine now. There's like Open Lara, Open oh, Tomb. Right. Yeah. You know, so a lot the work's been done. They could have just licensed it, whacked it on a desk, stuck it out the door. You know, Tomb Raider Collection, first five games, mm. money in the bank. Mm. But they yeah. didn't. Well, I mean, collections and and sort of remakes and and anything that brings back old games is, is very, still really popular now. Yeah, you know, it's really in thing. So yeah, you know, yeah, it seems seems silly. But uh, before we move on, anything else in Nintendo Direct that took your fancy? Uh, probably. Um... We've got Splatoon three. They want to make uh... a bit more detail on that. Um, I like I like Splatoon, but the, I I want them to tell me personally. <laughs> Tips, listen. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> we know that cheaters did your nut in on Splatoon two, yeah. and we've taken particular attention to address your concerns. Yeah, your specific is, concerns. Yeah, you know, this is how <laughs> it's not because you're crap at the game. That's not the problem. People are cheating. <laughs> And we recognise that. <laughs> and this is how we're going to stop it. Mm. And that's what I want to hear about. I want to hear how they're going to stop the cheats. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy it because I like Splatoon. Um, mm. Yes, it looks, quite, it, it looks quite good. It's a bit early to get excited about it because it's still like, it's like next year it's or something. 22, I think, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, what else was there? Uh, there was Bayonetta 3. Are you into the Bayonetta series? No. No, I'm not. I've I've tried both of them and I just didn't have a clue what the hell was going on. I tried the first one. I couldn't get into it. It's one of those games that I've meant to go back to because everyone yeah. raves about it they so do. much. And I think it's I must be missing popular. something. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah, I've tried. I've tried both of them. Um, particularly the second one is you press buttons and all the crazy crap is going on, on the screen, <laughs> and I've literally no idea if I'm doing good, if I'm doing bad, if <laughs> if the things I'm seeing are my moves, if they're the other person's moves, and it's just it's a bit like bullet hell. You know, it's just overloads, too much going on. So yeah, I'll be maybe a miss, I think. Yeah. I can say maybe we should try Bayonetta like the first one. <laughs> maybe, on, yeah. On yeah, we could for do a yeah. future show. Yeah. We both we both tried it, we both thought it's not for me, so we could try it again, give it a second chance, but Yeah. Um Bayonetta what uh, what else was there? There was something else. Oh, um Project Tri- what's the triangle one? 
It's a triangle one, I don't know. Um, um, it's like Octopath Traveler, but it's like a tactical RPG instead. Oh, that, instead. yeah, I don't find that appealing at all, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> well, I like the the art style, but this was on yeah. the previous Nintendo Direct as well, and as soon as they got into, like, they're, 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 I think in the last one anyway, um, they started going into really a lot of detail and just explaining all the different tactics and things you can do, and I just like was falling asleep, so <laughs> I decided that one wasn't for me. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. So you you, um, you you like the look of it, did you? Yeah, well, I mean, I I, I enjoyed Octopath Traveler. Yeah, um, yeah. So you know, it, I don't, I haven't really got much experience with or, tactical RPGs like that. So yeah. I'd be willing to give it a go. I like what they did with Octopath. So oh yeah, um, I mean, I, I I haven't played Octopath, but I I have actually I played the demo, um, and that was a more traditional RPG, you know, turn based. I think it was. Yeah. Um, and this one looks a lot more complicated, so I don't. I don't know. It's, um, yeah. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's not going to be like a day one purchase or anything, but no. I, I'll I'll pick it up at some point. And um, yeah, I think that was the, 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 that. And Kirby was the, the standout for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good old Kirby. It looks, um, it's quite good, isn't it? It just looks like a really good fun game. So, mm. you know, and again... I, I don't think there's many bad Kirby games. You know, you, you it's one. Of, it's like Mario. You know, you know you're going to get a fun game if you buy a Kirby. Game. Uh, okay, we need to do a Kirby in the book club at some point then. Oh, I we do definitely. I, th- I think I played it a little bit, maybe one or two, but I need to properly uh, sit down with one of them. Mm. Yeah, Kirby's epic yarn is del- is delightful. It's yeah. like a, a lovely. Mm, yeah. Lovely. Mm, good. Okay. Um, well, we've prattled on enough, haven't we? Really? That's we. Um... Well, we had to make up for last month, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, our, <laughs> dr- our lack of games at the beginning. Our yeah. drought of of games. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, all right, but, okay. So... Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. So lemmings. 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 Well, not just one lemmings. Three lemmings, actually. Lemmings thrice. Thrice lemmings to talk about um, in the in the bottom up book club right now. Video Game Book Club. Today we are talking about three Lemmings games. Um, first of all, Lemmings, the original. So, Let's go! <laughs> well, that's a nice impression, well done. Thank you. Yeah. Um, developed by DMA Design, published by oh, Psygnosis. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The uh Yeah. Famous, you know, famous developers of um Body Harvest. Uh yeah, yeah. Was that that little that little series that you don't hear much of, you know, the one where you go around shooting people and driving cars and you know, that that thing, isn't it? What's that called? Grand something? Uh, yeah. Gra- granny granny auto granny. automatic granny or something. Yeah, something I don't like know. That, that thing, yeah. Um that's rubbish. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, made design. yeah. Also made Walker, which is what which we did in our yes. first episode of this, this year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't squib over an epi- episode that one, I'm afraid, but um, you <laughs> it's know, all right, isn't all right. I, episode, I determined yeah. to to make sure the Amiga got a, a proper representation <laughs> at least. So here we go. Yes. Yeah, so as you say, this was first released for the Amiga in February '91. <laughs> Later ported to 27 different systems, yes. all in the early '90s. They really went mental here, didn't they? Basically, think of a system that was around in the early 90s and had literally any obscure thing that you can think of, and it's got a version of Lemmings on it. It was on everything. I can read out the list if you want. Do it. Okay, here we go. MS-DOS, Classic Mac OS, Atari ST, ZX Spectrum, Amiga CDTV, Acorn Archimedes, PC-98, FM Towns, Sharp X6-8000, Apple IIGS, the SNES, TurboGrafx CD, Mega Drive, Game Gear, Amstrad CPC, Master System, NES... Commodore 64, 3DO, Atari Lynx, Sam Coupe, Game Boy, Philips, CDI, Amiga CD32, Windows, PlayStation, and J2ME. Whew. Yeah, on that's everything. A that's on everything. It is yeah. on everything. It is, that's probably one of the most prolific games around, I should think, isn't it? I was going to say, I mean, I think probably only Tetris is um, on more more systems, to be honest. But um, yeah. 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 Sonic so, 1's probably given. Yeah. <laughs> it's on a lot of things by now as well, I bet. But yeah, um, yeah, it's on. Yeah. I, but yeah, it's interestingly, on it stops there. So the original version never had it, has never been on a, a compilation or anything since then, interestingly. I imagine it's a licensing thing because I knew it. I Sony did have the license for it. Um, mm. But I don't know what's happened since then. As we'll, we'll talk about the mobile version. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. But. Um, I didn't see any Sony branding or any Sony copyright or anything on the mobile version, unless I missed it. So I, I don't know if... Well, when I looked up the details, it did say it was published by them. Oh, I missed that. Okay. So, yeah, I didn't. I don't remember seeing any branding on it either, but apparently it was published by them, so I assume mm. they still got it. They must still have the license. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I mean, you probably know what Lemmings is about, even if you've never played it, but the basic idea is some little Lemmings, little green-haired tiny little characters i think they're sort of done in eight by eight pixel things that are really really tiny a bit like the original worms so you've got to guide them a lot of them start falling from the sky you've got to guide them from one end of a 2d terrain to the other by assigning them various abilities such as um, digging tunneling climbing blocking other lemmings from falling off an edge uh, producing steps to climb up floating on little tiny umbrellas things like that basically um, yeah, it's a simple concept, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's a puzzle game basically. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a puzzle game. So you've got on any given stage, you will have allotted a, a certain number of different tasks that you can assign to the lemons. So, like the first level is just dig, um, and literally the only task you can assign the lemming is to dig. And it's, yeah. so you you're lemming separated in a little cavern the exit's down below so you assign a digger and it'll dig a little hole down so they can all get to the exit um and so in different levels you'll have um you might have 
three builders, two diggers, a miner who can go diagonally down. And you've got to work a way to save a certain percentage of the lemmings. So you'll get like 100 lemmings come out mm. and you'll have to save 50% to pass the level. And you have to work your way around the obstacles, make a path to the exit and get there, you know, and save that, that number of lemmings in order to progress. So, yeah, it's it's a puzzle game of working out how to not only get from point A to point B, but how to get there and save the, the requisite amount of lemmings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a very simple idea, but in practice it can be quite infuriating. On yes, some. I was going to say, <laughs> um, I have a lot of respect for the game. I can see why people like it, but I got to say the general, the way it sort of pans out doesn't, it didn't really gel with, I didn't have a great time. Oh no! With, oh, really? with with these games in general, really, oh. um, and it's uh, as I say, I, I I don't know what I think. It's me. It's me more than the, them. I think me more than the the gameplay idea. It's a very it's a very computer game. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a traditional mouse driven game. Um, I come from much more of a console background, sort of an action game thing. Whenever I have played computer game things like worms and theme park and hospital i always cheat in them because i i i don't find the the basic that the way the gameplay is structured without cheats I, I don't often enjoy it i like to just mess around and just use the cheats and just do what i want in there and although i didn't do that on this occasion i can see something similar in that you know i didn't want you know i, I found it quite frustrating to be restricted and for things to not work as I hoped, and you know, things like mm. them fall, you know, whenever they they failed and they've started falling off, and they all started falling down, and you know, and the thing is, <clears throat> as you get on past the first few tutorial levels, and I think the tutorial levels do a good job of explaining everything how how they mm. all work. Once you start getting into things where you've got to mix up the abilities, and okay, you've got to get them down this bit, start digging here, and then they've got to start building bridges over here. The more and more steps are involved the more frustrating it gets when they start failing at a certain point in there. And then you've got to do, go back and do the whole thing again. Yeah. And I just, at least at this time in my life, I found I don't have a lot of patience for that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, which version did you play? Did you play the Amiga one? I did, yeah. I played, oh, good, I managed good. to get, um, similar to Walker, actually, there, there's, I think it's called the company com or something like that but they make like standalone versions of the mega games um luckily they oh, had cool. a lemmings or like a single thing with lemmings one two and one of the other ones mm. um and so, so i used that and that worked really well i also did try briefly the mega drive version mm. but so yeah i had the original um, the mega drive version ha- is probably a little bit easier because you can you can pause the game and continue yeah. to assign tasks and things, which yeah, you can't quite, do on the Amiga. I quite liked how it, how that worked, especially as I happen to be using an Xbox 360 controller with obviously a thumbstick because uh, mm. I was emulating it. So, you know that that added to you know its enjoyment, you know, because it was easier to use. Yeah, um, I think it's necessary because, like you say, it is a very computer game, and yeah. I think certainly on because there's, there's um, the difficulty levels, you get a fun, tricky, maxing and mayhem. Mm-hmm. Trying to, if you were trying to do the mayhem levels without that ability to 
to pause it and take stock of things. Yeah. Um, using a, a control pad would be absolutely torturous. I think. Mm. I mean, it's um, all. I mean, I can only imagine how difficult it can be to see those lemmings on like an old CRT, like an old a little <laughs> a little. Yeah. Thing. I don't know if they show up that well. I mean, I guess they um, show it well enough because they they designed it for that originally. But I was going to say, I mean, that's how I I played it most of the time. Oh, right? okay. you know, because I started playing. Obviously, my my first experience it with was with my uncle's Amiga. Yeah. Um, but I was desperate to have you know a copy of it to play at home, and I didn't have an Amiga at home. So, um, they brought out a Commodore sixty four version, as you you mentioned. Um, yeah. In in the great list, but. It was as good as a Commodore 64 version could be, but it mm-hmm. wasn't really what I wanted. And the me- when the Mega Drive version came out, I pestered and pestered and pestered to mm-hmm. get it. Um, and I eventually got it on for Christmas one year, and that was what I, that, from that moment on, that's what I played. You know, that was my Lemmings for, for you know for the longest time. But, okay. Uh, the Amiga one is, you know, the one closest to my heart. I think because of the. Mm. That lovely music, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. Oh, wow. I can see, I can see the things you find frustrating. I think are the things I find quite enjoyable about it. I find that yeah. it's funny. You can, you know, we both came away with different. Well, there were there were definitely at least a couple of levels where it was just the right amount, so you sort of would progress, and then you start to fail, and then you think, "Oh, I did that wrong. Maybe if I tried this way." And then they managed to do that, but then they fell somewhere else, and you think, "Oh, okay." And it's gradually sort of honing it down through trial and error. The process, I can definitely see how how people would like that, and I did enjoy that a couple of times, but other times I just found it a bit too frustrating. I don't know. I think it's got for me. It's got that lovely puzzle game thing where you'll be banging your head against a wall and you 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 can, you really get into your wits end with it and then suddenly something will click and it's mm. you know it all sudden it all makes sense you go ah oh, of course and that moment of you know that moment of sudden understanding it just makes it all worth it then i think um, yeah yeah i can totally but, see that yeah there are yeah there, there have been times where i've i've really lost my rag at it and I've yeah. had to turn it off for a bit but um, for the most time I find it more fun than frustrating Yeah, there's elements of the, like the interface and the way you uh, do things that I found quite frustrating, like it's quite difficult to click on lemmings sometimes when they're moving about, you get them, and it's quite difficult to time it at the, just the right moment because if they, say they're walking towards a wall and you want them to bash through it, if you get the timing just wrong and they sort of walk towards the wall and then they turn, they've hit the wall and they turn back, then they'll start doing it in the other direction which you don't want so it, there was there was things like that that i just i found a bit frustrating that i thought you know that it's coming to it 30 years later if you were do to do that now you then might you might think okay that that's a bit frustrating i might do it, program it a bit differently you know yeah. little things like that that kind of got on my nerves a bit um and also when they're in large they're in a large group i don't know how you would solve this to be fair but when they're in a large group <clears throat> in a small area and they fit their all their pixels fill the whole thing and you can't make out a single lemming and you don't you know you don't you start you click on things on them to do things and you can't see if they're doing it or not so say build a build a bridge or whatever you can't see if one's doing it or not if you're actually c- clicking on them successfully yeah. but yeah i can see i don't know i can see why people like it i can see the brilliance shining through a little bit it just didn't it's just not my kind of thing I suppose. I mean, if if I were to be like the idea and the the core gameplay, the you know the the 
the ethos of the game I, I don't have a problem with I think it's just its implementation like that I think they, they could do things to to improve it and make it slightly shorter levels you know smaller doses I could get behind some way I don't know I, I'm not explaining it very well but it's just it's just not I, for you yeah not really just I think it's more just the way it's done that isn't quite for me I think that I think there's a there's a good core idea there that I would do differently if I were if I were making the game myself mm. um I don't. I didn't want to bring bring things down, you know. No. Because I, I, as I say, I do. It's not like a thing. It's just I hated the game. I thought it was rubbish, you know. Because I don't. I think it's just. It's not. It's not for me, basically. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's not that you think the Mona Lisa smile is terrible. Mm. But if you were to paint it, mm. you'd have probably just painted it a little bit different. Exactly that. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. It's, no. No. I, I, no, it's, I understand what you mean. It's hmm. um. Oh, this <laughs> feel terrible. This happens sometimes in Podum Up, where oh, it does. Yeah, it does. I, I I feel a little bit guilty about like trampling well, no, I mean, on like a favorite game be, of yours. No, I don't think it'd be. It wouldn't be a very entertaining show if we were just all in on everything. All oh the yeah, time. no, got, you know, it's all some... about yeah, it's all about contrasting opinions. But um. Yeah. Okay, so well, you you expect you you tell us some of the other things you like about it. Just just I'll like chime it. in. You know. I just I just like you it. Just like it's, it, it's, yeah. it's well, you, just a good one. You mentioned the soundtrack. No, I love the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah, the soundtrack is superb. Um, yeah, I, I, I just love it. A lot of the soundtrack is sort of remixed um, of classical uh, classical tunes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to quote here. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, this is from uh, JavaLemmings.com. Um, there's a great five-part five blog of um, one of the developers, um, how mm. the game was created and the story behind it and little anecdotes about how the, how the game was created. I'd recommend looking it up on the Wayback Machine rather than going to the website directly because a lot of the images are broken now. So okay. on the Wayback Machine, they might still be there. Mm. Um, but he was saying uh, the music and particularly the sound effects have to get a mention. So crucial, with the, so crucial they were to the game. Uh, both were created by Brian Johnson, and the reason the tunes were, well, basic was to avoid any copyright problems. Hmm. This was around a time when the games first started to worry about such things, whereas before they would have just happily ripped them off, uh, <laughs> but not now. That's why we're stuck with such timeless tunes as How Much Is That Doggy in the Window? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, isn't it? There's that old, um, is it one of the Shinobi games that has, like, Spider-Man yeah, and Batman Spider-Man, and the Terminator <laughs> They just they just chucked them in. They didn't genuinely didn't see a problem with just throwing in these established characters that are all f- copyrighted to the yeah <laughs> to the ends of the earth. Yeah, just chuck well, them in. Do, just put Spider Man in it. It'd Marvel aren't looking at this game. Don't worry about it. Just chuck no, them in. Yeah. stick Godzilla in there. Why not? <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Um, it also says that the sound effects were superb and deserve a special mention since the game wouldn't have been the same without them. Mm. Scott's mum, I believe, was the first voice of the Lemmings. Oh, Scott's so mum. I love that they yeah. got his mum in. That's brilliant. Yeah, I love that. You yeah. know, a little team of developers. Oh, we need someone to... Get your mum on the phone. She can do the Lemming voice, can't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah, she'll do it. Yeah. I love it. I, I just, it's great. I, well, uh, what I would say is there's a load of character in those little guys for something that is, oh, really is made up yeah. of only a few pixels. It is really impressive what they managed to do with it. Just also in the in the voice, in their little voices, but also just in their little gestures and things. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of charm there, definitely. 
Yeah, there is. There's so much character in them, especially, um, you know, we haven't mentioned one of the um, one of the tasks that you can assign to them is being a blocker, where they'll mm. they'll put their hands out and they'll they'll stop the lemmings from going past them. They'll sort of tell them to go in the other direction. You can't release the blocker after you've made him a blocker. The only way you can do it is by turning him into a bomber, which yeah. he blows himself up. Yeah. Um, and you feel so sorry for the little guy. He yeah. like he goes, oh no, puts his hands <laughs> on his head and shakes his head and poof, he's gone. It's quite violent, isn't it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. just like getting like a I don't know a traffic control guy just out in the out in the streets, <laughs> and instead of just going up to him and saying right, we don't need you anymore, thanks, you know, just go go back home. You say just hand him a bomb and say right, thanks for thanks for our hard work. Off you go. Yeah. <laughs> just spontaneously harsh. lollipop ladies. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. could have been saved. All he was doing was just standing there telling people not to go there. He was just doing his job. He just didn't <laughs> want people to go there. You know, he didn't ask for this. Um. But yeah, what I I did actually when um when I was a kid and I was playing it, I did occasionally put the the rate of lemmings right up to 100 because you can control the speed that they come yes, onto the level. That's right. So I'd whack it right up to 100, put a couple of blockers so they're all all in a line, and mm-hmm. then nuke the level um, so they all blow up at once, and yeah. you get like a nice sort of fireworks display of uh, oh, yeah. lemming entrails. That's, it's really impressive, actually, all the little particles going off and everything. Yeah. And, you know, the Amiga handles it absolutely smoothly. So that, yeah. I, I did like that, yeah. But yeah, I, I just, I, I love the atmosphere of the game as well. The, 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 I think the the music, I, I really love the music in it. Mm. I, it just, it's such an integral part of the game for me that there's ports of the game, like there's a, a port for the, um, it's not a port, but like a, a version of the game for PlayStation Portable and PS2. Yeah. I can't really play them because of the music. It's not the music I'm expecting to hear and I don't like mm, it. Yeah. You know, it'd be like someone releasing Sonic 1 with like a completely different soundtrack. It just changes the game. I have that with Crazy Taxi. Because yeah. only the original versions of Crazy Taxi have that offspring music. They have the offspring music, and yeah. every other version just feels wrong without it. Yeah. Exactly. It's very exactly. important. Mm. Yeah, and it's you know it's so integral to my enjoyment of the game. I think you know, mm. and I, I think it's one of the first games that really made me realise, not consciously at the time, but looking back on it, you know, how important all the aspects of a game are when they all gel together. You know, the yeah. the, the music and the you know the the like I say, the atmosphere of the game. Mm. There's a, a couple of levels on there um, on the Amiga version, and some of them are carried over to various ports as well. But they're kind of homages and Easter egg to other DMA design games like Shadow of the Beast. Yeah. Um, so there's a level based on Shadow of the Beast, and it's like a dark forest, and it uses some Shadow of the Beast music. It used to freak me out when I was a kid. I I really <laughs> wanted that level to finish because of the music I found so eerie and creepy yeah, and the atmosphere. Yeah. And I I always wanted to get past that level quickly. I did not like it at all. Um, and when you think, you know, it's a game about little lemmings going about. And the fact that, you know, the combination of everything can actually make me... Th- Made me feel like, oh no, I'm a bit find this eerie. Yeah, I think it's just it's just amazing, you know, the power music can have on a game. Oh yeah, I, whenever someone says, you know, they play a game without well listening to their own music, you know, they don't have I that. Know. I can't. I could never do that. You have no. To, I, it's it's a crime to me. You have to listen. Whatever the game is, you have to have the it's soundtrack playing. Yeah, you know. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't mm. agree more with that. Um. 
Yeah, I, 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 got, I got nothing but good memories um, with Lemmings. Mm. Um, my wife is a big, my wife Abby is a big fan of uh, Lemmings. She played, she put, well, she particularly wanted me to point out Christmas Lemmings. Um, that oh yes, yeah, and that that comes back uh, interestingly to what we talked about earlier: nights into dreams. Uh, mm. Christmas lemmings Chris- was the inspiration for um, Christmas nights. Oh, was it? Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, yeah Eugene Acker apparently he saw uh, Christmas lemmings and thought that's a really well, good we idea. Could do that. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. I, I, should, I think more games should do that. Actually, just have a little yeah. Christmas version. Yeah, because there aren't enough Christmas games in general, really, are there? For some reason. No, there's not really. No. no. Mm. But no, the, yeah, there was a, there was a few um, add-on packs. Really, there was you yeah. know Christmas Lemmings, Oh No More Lemmings, mm. and you know I think there was a few uh, like level packs on the cover discs for like Amiga Format or Amiga Power and things like that. So yeah, there's there's plenty more to to get your teeth stuck into if you like the you know the original Lemmings. Um, yeah. mm. I totally appreciate it as a game. I just there was just I I didn't want to play it basically, is <laughs> to be harsh about it. I was like I say some levels I did quite enjoy, but other ones I got to a point where I just I, I just I kept getting stuck and I couldn't figure out how to do it and I just thought I don't really want to play this. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I played I did the minimum just to understand how it all works kind of, but um. Yeah, that's or, that's the that's the bottom up way. It's the bottom up way. Do the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Briefly, then to do like a let's do a, a compare and contrast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what did you think of Lemmings Two? Because Lemmings Two takes a very different approach to things. Well, yes, it does. I liked it less. I will say that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, the approach it takes is to give you many, many more tasks and things that you can assign the Lemmings to do. Yeah. I think fifty-one in total. I read. Yeah, it's a lot. Mm, and it's you don't get them all in this in one level. Um, you get a certain number. They each level they sort of customize it, which is quite a, a fair idea to add some variety. But they they customize each level with certain abilities. But I found that there's a lot to get used to with those. Like you would see the abilities and go, oh, what's that? How does that work? So there's a lot of experimentation involved. Um, much less hand holding in this one. They just sort of drop you in it much more. I think, don't they? Yeah. Um, but I did like the fact that you could play different levels at the same time. Like if you go to the map thing, you get I think they're in twelve different tribes. Hence yeah, the so title the, "Lemmings to the Tribes." The tribes, yeah. And you can choose. They've got their own sets of levels, and you can choose different starting. I think there's like ten levels for each of those, as far as I read. Um, and then you can progress through them, you know, at the same time. So if you're stuck on one, you can always just switch to another one and play that. That was a good idea. 
but I, I, I don't know. I just found that a bit overwhelming, given that I didn't yeah. get on with the first one when it was, you know, in a more basic form. I just thought this was just a bit overkill and a bit too much. No, I, I would agree with you. Um, mm. I did get on with the first one, you know, um, yeah. as we've established, a big fan of it, but I never got on with Lemmings 2. Mm, I, I can think, see why. Yeah. I think we've talked before about what makes a good sequel, what, you know, what defines something as a really a perfect sequel. And usually it's kind of, you know, iterating on what worked before and yeah. just take it, you know, just, just polishing off the rough edges, maybe adding a few things you didn't get to add in the first one and just refining everything a little bit. Yeah. Lemmings 2 doesn't really feel like that. It feels kind of like they've just, like you say, just overwhelming and overkill. They've just thrown everything in there. Mm. And I don't think it works. No. I mean, if you compare it to, say, Worms, like Worms 1 and Worms 2, yeah, visually they look completely different. But the yeah. core gameplay is is the same, really. The, you know, they may have added a few new, few new weapons and things, but it's much more like like you were saying, it's just improving things. It's just seeing what what we can do with the gameplay to make it to tweak it a little bit and but just to keep the the, the same core thing alive and just don't change it too much. Yeah. And you would think on paper that adding more abilities would do the same thing. You know, it would be be like adding more weapons in worms. But the way they've done it, just to give you loads of them, um, and then just have different ones per level. It just it does change the what you would think would be a slight change. Actually, has a lot of repercussions on how the on how you approach it. I think from, yeah. from what I could see, anyway. Yeah. yeah, I mean, to me, it kind of like Lemmings. I think worked because of the simplicity. You know, the, yeah. you, you've got the basic. You know, the basic um, ability that you can assign the lemmings um you've got a handful of them and it all makes sense and all the levels are built around those abilities you know how they work they work in a consistent way yeah and it all feels you know when the level works and you you get the solution you feel like okay that's how it was intended to be i see what the person who made the level i see what they're going for there i've cracked it i've got the i've solved puzzle on that yeah lemmings 2 feels very chaotic to me um like this there's there's an ability where the lemming will sort of dig into the ground but then you have to use you get a a fan item and you hold the fan and you it will sort of blow the lemming around and it doesn't feel very the fan the fan seemed like a weird addition it seems like something they just thrown in as an afterthought yeah yeah you can if you got like flying ones you can manipulate them where they're going yeah and i feel like that just changes the whole core idea of the gameplay i think you're not really supposed to control the lemmings that specifically Exactly. It kind of, it, it kind of makes me feel like, you know, when I've completed a level and something like that, have I really done it or have I just kind of brute forced it because yeah. mm. you know, I don't really I don't really get that feeling like I've I've cracked a puzzle that was being presented. I feel like I've just I've just managed to to like find say, a, a workaround to it. Yeah, yeah, I've just I've just brute forced it by, you know, blowing a lemon up in the air or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. I think they've they've thought about it too much. Yeah. They've thought about all the features they can add and all the different things. Oh, it wouldn't be cool if they had this ability and this ability. And the fact yeah, there's 51 of them, see, just on, you know, just saying it like that just sounds, you know, too, compared to what, how many were it, like eight before in the first one? Yeah, like, like seven or eight, yeah. yeah. And so it's a, it it's just a seems big like they've increase. had a brainstorming session yeah. and everything that went up on the whiteboard they've just done yeah yeah they haven't they haven't uh you know picked things it, out and everything yeah yeah mm. yeah it's it's a strange one it's a strange one the music is still great i would say yeah that. i like the music a lot yeah. um you know and i like the idea of the tribes i think that you know there's like the lemmings tribes you'll get like the highland tribes and the um like the sports and egyptian and um, medieval and mm. you know so there's all these little characters you know gives them a little bit more character for each of the each of the different tribes and things and the layouts and you know the level theming and stuff all works and that, you know, all that kind of idea is fine enough but i think it's a testament to not going overboard with the sequel you know just because something seems like a good idea on paper doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna it's going to work in game. Um, mm. And I think, you know, probably a little bit of restraint would have worked better, I think. Yeah. They kind of went back to it. We, I, I didn't add this on because I thought we'd, we'd already have enough to play, but there's a third game on the Amiga, the All New World of Lemmings. Oh, yeah. um, they kind of went back to basics on that one a bit. It's not the same mechanics as the first one, as if there's some changes to the gameplay, but it's a lot more stripped back compared to lemmings too so okay so they obviously thought the I'm same i'm gonna say i think yeah. they probably thought the same you know in the cold light mm. of day that mm. yeah yeah i can i can see how that how it would happen though that all their ideas for lemmings too i think they just especially given how successful it was and how many things it was ported to and you know mm. uh reading about it it was you know very well reviewed and everyone loved yeah. it. so i can see why they were they probably felt the pressure of you know it's like the difficult second album you know yeah as you make a new one and make people excited about it and make it not seem like there was just the same thing yeah you've, so yeah. i can totally see how they fell into that trap definitely yeah i think it's just a, a really interesting like i say a really interesting example of of taking an, an approach to a sequel that i personally think was probably the wrong approach to take but mm. Yeah, I think it's just just an, an interesting a way to look at you know a sequel that didn't really because all the a lot of the sequels we've looked at on the show have always been quite good. I think they've always improved on on what's come before, um, and I don't think Lemmings Two is necessarily a bad game. Yeah. I just don't think it's I don't think it's a mm-hmm. a, a worthy successor to the original Lemmings. I no, would say. I agree with that. Um... Just to to note, it was released for a lot le- lot fewer uh, systems as well. It came yeah. out for the Amiga originally, but it was also on the Atari ST, MS DOS, Mega Drive, Super NES, Game Boy, Acorn Archimedes, and FM Towns. So a much shorter list there, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was was it less well reviewed. I, I don't know. I didn't have that information to hand. I don't know off the top of my head. I don't remember. I don't remember it at the time. Um, I, I that's an interesting. An interesting thing, actually. I don't know. Let's have a quick look. Mm. Lemmings 2 for me and you. Uh, Lemmings 2. Here we go. Not quite as popular as the Lemmings, but mm. nor was it ported to many. I'm, not, I'm just reading Wikipedia no, here. This is, this is what we call the YouTube approach. Um, this is basically what, I, what I've done with all my notes, basically. Yeah. Oh, don't, <laughs> don't, don't let the cat out of the <laughs> Um 
game was well received by critics who widely oh. considered it to be better than the original. Oh, that's interesting. That is interesting. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, it's all. I maybe. I don't know. Maybe they were just so immersed in the world of Lemmings at that point that they that it was just exciting to get all these new things. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, maybe. I mm, yeah, I can't say. Can't that say that is interesting that, that it was well received, and yeah, it didn't. They didn't then port it to all, everything else. Maybe. No, I, I think did, that would be. The, did, yeah, that's very telling. I didn't actually know when this game came out. Did, when what year did it come out? Nineteen ninety three. Ninety three. Okay, so I don't know if things radically changed in that time when sort of. Amiga games and computer games, I don't know. I think it was towards the, the end of the... It was sort of late in the life of the... Particularly the Amiga 500. Yeah. Um, I mean, the 1200... I mean, people still use the 1200 today, so... Mm. But the Amiga 500 was, you know, in its its later years by that point, I mm. think. So. Actually, to be fair, possibly fewer of those systems were around at that point anyway. Mm. By 93, yeah. you know, a lot of the the sort of obscure computers that we listed in the first one, maybe they weren't around, I don't know, but maybe they weren't No, around. that's true, but yeah. Yeah. Lemmings Mobile? Lemmings Mobile. Okay. So this is developed by Sad Puppy Limited, whoever they are, um, and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment, apparently. And this is on iOS and Android, released in 2018. Um, As with everything these days, it's free with in-app purchases. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame, just on a side note, it's a shame what happened to mobile games in general, isn't it? I know. Because I quite enjoyed when they first, when Apple... You know, start become big with the iPhone and the iPad. I I did quite enjoy games on them at that point because they were just like these little the experiences you didn't really get on other on consoles and things, weren't they? They just sort of little well, games. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, even going back further than that, I remember my the, the first camera phone I got way back when. I mm. it was a Sharp something. Um, it had you know Java game downloads yeah. on there, and one of the first ones I got was like a little Java version of Bubble Bubble, mm. and I thought that was I just loved that idea that you could just get these tiny little little portable versions of you know games, and you weren't just limited to Snake and mm. whatever games came on the phone. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a lovely idea, and then you know the iPhone and I, iPad and stuff opened up so much more you know power for games to use oh it was i mean it it took off massively didn't it yeah just got these lovely little ideas 
very very quick because of the nature of it being sort of mobile uh, you only got a few a few minutes to play so they were very sort of quick sort of arcadey almost experiences yeah i'm um, just sort of chipping away at something getting through levels slowly that was really nice but then they ruined it all by doing in-app purchases which in-app purchases. completely changed the landscape of mobile games forever and turned them into like glorified gambling things really didn't they oh. just Again, things that aren't even really games they're just sort of designed to be addictive yeah, things yeah, they, to just yeah. consume people and... there are i mean not talking particularly about lemmings here but i no. mean there are there are games out there that they yeah like you say they're literally they're so psychologically manipulative mm, designed mm. they're designed to make you addicted yeah it, and it, it, it's disgusting it is compared to you know th- on consoles and things you feel generally you get a game that wants to be a game, that it wants to be an experience. You know, if you're addicted to it or not, it doesn't really matter. You, it's a thing that you enjoy. Whereas mm. this is just designed to try and suck money out of people. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's appalling to watch, really, isn't it? But I mean, it is. It is. And I know, I know people are going to say, "Oh well, but companies exist to make money. You know, yeah. they, they exist to make money." But I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna misquote him, but the 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 essence of the point is is true. Um, Walt Disney once said that they don't make film to make money; they make money to make more films. Yeah, you know, well, yeah, make, yeah. making money is the side effect. You know, you you <laughs> yes. make a good game. And the, making money is the side effect of that, and you use that money to make more games. Mm. So you know, yeah. money isn't the the driving force; it's the creativity, well, and money comes afterwards, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And mo- modern mobile games have turned that on its head. The objective is to suck as much money as possible out of the player, mm. and you know, if there's a good game buried underneath all that then so much the better but that's you know the driving force the motivation is money and i think that's really kind of gross yes it is um so that takes us into lemmings mobile Uh, (laughs) well see here's the thing let's just talk about the actual gameplay before we go into anything else because i i don't necessarily think it's better but there are certain mechanics that i preferred as as ideas for example, rather than trying to click on individual lemmings, you click on it's based on blocks. So the, oh. a, a whole level takes place in one screen, and it's divided into a sort of a grid, and there's different blocks. Some of them might be terrain, and others might be just space. And you can tap on the blocks, and you could say, okay, this is where the lemmings stop, or this is where lemmings dig, or this is where they float down. And then any lemming that comes into contact with that space will do that action. And as, as a mechanic, I found that much simpler to use, and I did quite like it. You know, I didn't really like in the original how you have to keep tapping on them to to make them all umbrellas, otherwise they'll just fall. So I, I liked, the, as a complete newbie to Lemmings, coming to this, I appreciated that idea better. I didn't like it as in a, a mechanic in general. I kind of view it as it's a good compromise yeah. to work with a touchscreen, I yes, think. Yes, it's a logical um, yeah. uh, sort of Thing for that for the environment that is being played in, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I would prefer be if there is such a thing as a Lemmings purist. I would prefer, you know, a pure Lemmings experience. Um, but it, I can I can imagine it being a nightmare to play it on a touchscreen. Yeah, there are certain games that don't translate well. Yeah, it just would not to it not even in chaos. the interface. But you know, it, 
just the screen size on a the phone anyway. The screen size when you got that many lemmings going about and trying to pick an individual one, you know, with you know big fat fingers. Exactly, it's not the finger work. is much less precise than the mouse pointer, so yeah. it would fall down in that aspect. I love the art style. I love the 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 way the lemmings look. I think it's a really nice modern nice, take on the lemmings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I I would love to see if there's another Lemmings game on consoles, I would love to see that that artwork carried over. I think mm. it's very friendly, very very eye catching. It's yeah. just really nice. Yeah. Um I think that's about as much yeah. positive as I've got to say about it. Really. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason I say that, I took a screenshot, um, mm. which I obviously can't show you, but after you, uh, you do a few tutorial levels, and it, it, it explains quite nicely what you need to do and how to play it. Mm. The minute I finish the tutorial things, I got a thing pop up on the screen. It says, reward reward rocket. Yeah. Stage one, zero of three levels completed. Stage one reward, uncommon egg, times one. Complete three levels. Stage two tribal egg and it's a multicolored egg complete 10 levels stage 3 vintage egg complete 20 levels complete stages and receive bonus awards when you log back on tomorrow <laughs> 30 minutes and 29 seconds remaining what yeah. the, why is sorry this? what remaining until what <laughs> i don't know yes until it stops you from playing it because there is presumably um, i i didn't play a lot of this but i read up a little bit on it and it does there's a, I think there's a limit for how much you can play before you have to pay. Oh, and then it's, obviously there's it, a timer countdown. You can play again, I guess. It's I, so obnoxious. Yeah, and the, the amount of app crap I would call it that surrounds it. You know, all these, as you say, all these rockets, <sighs> all these eggs, all these eggs, and... t- these missions, all these seasons, whatever season is. It's overloading, really. I mean, it's. It's it's a too it's a bit like Lemmings too in a way it's just too much just too much going on yeah, yeah. Um, Lemmings are mammals they don't lay eggs <laughs> where are the eggs coming yeah, from that's a good point why are they hatching the eggs yeah. it's the least of the problems with the game I admit but yeah. you know it's just so <laughs> I just there's nothing everything I find everything about it offensive yeah <laughs> it's just so bad yeah. It is. I mean, the, and the gameplay itself is pretty dumbed down compared to oh, it's the original. I mean, those th- the block things. I said you've only got. I think you've only got really those three options, isn't it? It's like dig, stop, and float. And yeah. I mean, I think there's like hundreds and hundreds of levels, but I and I didn't get very far with them. But the ones I played were very basic. You know? They're very yeah, they're very basic. I, I think didn't you can play do the, la- the, la- the 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 steps as well to get up higher. But it's um, as I say, some of the the, the ideas of how they implement them are, are fairly good, but it's it's almost too far the opposite way. You know, my my criticism of the first game was that the levels take too long, and you know, I got frustrated with them. Um, but this is almost too too far the opposite. It's too simplistic. There's not you know, there's no challenge. It's just it is one of those things. What we're saying is just designed to keep you addicted to it. It is. I'm just I'm just looking. Oh. So awful. Right, so in the app itself, I've got it open at the moment, right? Um, there's a store thing at the bottom. You go into the store. Yeah. Uh, you can activate VIP mode uh, if you want. Um, play without limits for two hours. Um, <laughs> play without that's... limits for two hours. What a, what a luxury to have in a game, you know. That's... To... If I'm reading that right, play without limits, and it says underneath two hours unlimited energy... 
Yeah. I assume that means so, that's £5.49. That's, that is shocking. That is absolutely shocking. So I believe the energy, whenever you use a move, it consumes energy. You've got a bar. <laughs> and when I think when you run out, you can't play anymore. Until you until you presumably either wait a certain period of time or you spend five pound forty nine or whatever you said to said on five pound forty nine. That was a two day rental at Blockbuster exactly. back in the day. Oh, it's just shocking. And these games, they just rely. They know that most users won't pay that, but they also know that some will. Some people There's, will. This, yeah. Have you heard this term, whales? Whales, yeah. Of these people who are just happy to spend, you know, hundreds of pounds on a single game. By yeah. just getting these things, and they just—it's shocking, really. They just try and catch these whales who just obviously don't have much, you know, um, willpower, basically. Uh, and uh, you know, it's a bit like gambling, really, isn't it? It's, it's possibly yeah. people who are not capable of making these decisions and being consumed by these things. Yeah, that's the thing. I and mean, you know, I'm as bad as bad with money as the next guy, you know. But there's some people who really, you know, it's. They can't, you know. It, yeah, basically, they shouldn't be. It's a psychological thing. They yeah, they can't, sh- you know, there's people who just get addicted to it. Yeah, and essentially shouldn't be allowed to manage their own bank account in a, you know, not to sound cruel, but it, they literally shouldn't. And it's just, it's taking advantage of those people. It's just, yeah, not not on basically. No, I'm just scrolling down here. I don't even know what half this stuff is. So at mm. the top of the screen, I've got zero of five golden tickets. I don't know what I don't know what these ticket things are. Yeah. There's also coins, and I can buy right. So I can buy eggs. I can buy an epic egg. Oh, this is mental. So <laughs> I'm working this out right. So you, can, I can buy the eggs with coins. Yeah. I have to buy the coins first. <laughs> with real money me... or some other currency? No, with real money. Yeah. yeah. So um, a bag of 25,000 gold, that's the most popular one apparently. Mm. Uh, that's £15.49. So that'll give you 25,000 gold. Yeah. Then you can buy special lemmings. So you could buy eggs. A legendary egg is 1,800 coins. This is... I've done tax returns that are more invested <laughs> in this. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh dear, it's just this is I... crazy. If the, if this if the, if say in an alternate universe this was the lemmings that came out first, mm. no one would it would no one would care what yeah. lemmings was. No, of twenty course years not. later, it would go under the radar completely. You wouldn't even. It's just it's just so bad. Has anyone ever in the history of human civilization played Lemmings and thought this would be so much better if I had to pay a five for every couple of hours? <laughs> yeah, it's you good. Put, yeah, I know. But I'd love it if I had that. If I could just pay a bit more. If money I could just for keep it. paying to play, that would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. No, it's it's just obnoxious. I I think I just wanted to use it as an example, really, of how. The, the, the worst excesses of modern, particularly mobile game design, really, yes. and you know, applied to a, such a beloved franchise. Oh, yeah. I think I is, mean, is just tragic. I I stopped playing mobile games a long time ago, but I'm aware of some of these practices. And this is the, of all the games I've looked at, mobile games, this is probably the worst one <laughs> to do these the things. I mean, the, the the prices of those things. It's not like you know, five p or whatever. It's just. It's pounds. It's, just, it's pounds. Yeah, yeah. pounds to keep playing a game. Progression sh- booster bundle. Get extra eggs. Seven pound fifty. 
Or you can get an excellent offer. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is great. Excellent offer includes a guaranteed non-duplicate egg. So if you're buying the eggs, you can get bloody duplicates. <laughs> oh, for God's So it's like a blind box thing, basically. Yeah. So you've got to spend money. Oh, spend money on virtual eggs, and you might even get double eggs. It's like a parody, isn't it? A parody of a game, or a parody of a... <laughs> it is. It's... <laughs> Boosters, double lemmings. Apply this booster to get double lemmings after completing the level. Why do you want more lemmings? The, le- the level should be designed with a certain number of le- lemmings in mind, surely. Yeah. I, well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? But... Oh, my word. Yeah. Shocking. Oh, it, it's making me... <laughs> For 200 coins, you can turn off the traps. <laughs> 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 yeah, in case you're finding it too difficult, too much, just turn <laughs> off the traps. Just turn off the traps. Literally make Do them you... just walk from A to B. Level done. You know that mode in Mario where you could, um, it, the computer will complete the level for you yeah. if you get stuck too many times. Yeah. Imagine if Nintendo did that. You know, oh, are you stuck? Sling us a couple of quid, and we'll yeah. we'll do the level for you. Yeah, yeah, we'll just this once, we'll do the level for you. Yeah. Oh, you want to do it again? All right, go on then. Yeah, a couple of quid. A couple come of quid. On. I know it's just obnoxious. Oh, but the, yeah. um, the idea that a game just keeps asking you for money as well. I mean, I know there's DLC, but I think that's a little bit different. It's just t- to play the game that you should be playing, just sort of in a linear fashion. You know, oh, yeah. that's going to cost you a few more pounds. That's going to cost you a few more pounds. That's the thing. I mean, what would be wrong? Well, I mean, I know what would be wrong. It'd make less money. But yeah. what would be wrong with the idea of, you know, do a port of Lemmings with the the new control mechanism, like, you know, like we said. Yeah. Charge seven ninety nine for it. Bunch of levels. And then every now and then, you could, you know, every year or so, do a DLC pack for a fiver and you get, I don't know, 100 extra levels. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, I know. But this is just, that's the way mobile games used to work before free-to-play happened and then it was yeah. just like a race to the bottom wasn't it how cheap can you make your game and then just bung a load of extra hidden in-app purchases in and then eventually they all just became free everything's free you pay and they, they just then it wasn't just buying packs of content it was just how much how how many more interesting ways can we get to get these get money out of people in yeah the most ridiculous you know unscrupulous ways and it's just it's just i think it's just yeah, it's unacceptable, and I think it. But I think it's particularly just because Lemmings, you know, is a game that has a lot of good memories attached to it for me. Yeah, and to take it's advantage a game... of a much loved franchise in yeah. that way, basically, is, is the real kicker, isn't it? It's the real kicker. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's what what could have been. They, they, you know, it, I would have loved to see Lemmings on a mobile platform for a new generation to enjoy and. It could have been so good, and what they've done with it is just—it's just mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. I don't even, like I said, I don't even understand half of it with the eggs and the it's tickets and the coins. I feel like it started out with maybe just coins, and then over time they've added loads of new currencies and loads of new features until it's got to the point where it's just—it's just, it's just yeah. amazing. You need a, a, a degree in whatever to understand. Yeah, <laughs> to I understand mean, it. I. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I don't think I would. I wouldn't say either of us are, are stupid. No, but it's just bewildering to me. Yeah, 
as a new player, but, it's bizarre. Yeah, mm. but you know, if you want to get involved, you you know, season thirty-five ends in sixteen days, apparently. So yeah. what you that know, even you, means, we don't know. If you want to get on the ground floor of season thirty-six, you know, get yeah. downloading. Mm. Anyway, I think we've slated it enough. <laughs> we've had yes. enough. It's had enough. <laughs> Leave it alone. It's already. It's already dead. dead. <laughs> Yeah, probably our most scathing review of a game so far. I think it probably is. Mobile. Yeah, but, but well earned. I think we uh, we we we've never really talked about mobile games before. No, because I'm I'm for the same. I suspected you felt the same way about them that I do. That they just they aren't games anymore. Essentially, no, they're, they're not gambling devices, really. And it's just to, to to get those general concerns out through the the medium of this particularly bad example of this game is um has been quite therapeutic actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can but hope that you know whatever iteration Lemmings takes next is uh, you know more becoming of a such a storied yeah. franchise. I mean, I don't know much about the other Lemmings games in the franchise, but just briefly, um, was are there any sort of standout ones that you would recommend people get other than the first one? Um, All New World of Lemmings yeah. is is worth playing. Yeah. Um, it, I don't think it was ported to anything other than. I think it was just the Amiga. Then, not sure on that. I think it's an Amiga exclusive or New World of Lemmings. So okay. you're going to need an Amiga 1200 for it. it won't work on a 500. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. um, and I can't imagine it'd be quite cheap. So I would recommend playing it any way you can. Um, uh, 3D Lemmings for the PlayStation I and Saturn. That. Yeah, um, that's could... yeah. It's not bad. Okay. It's not bad. Um, the usual sort of teething problems that a game gets going from 2d to 3d uh it doesn't always you know work it's kind of um it's the same lemmings formula it's not like open world or anything right. um it's the same classic formula but just done in a 3d way um but because it was quite early 3d it hasn't graphically hasn't aged that well mm. um but the, the core of the game is still there mm-hmm. um lomax in Lemmingland. yeah it looks really nice that That's lovely beautiful art on that, yeah yeah, really nice pixel art on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never played it, but I think there's Lemmings Paintball. Yeah, I did see that um, written somewhere. Yeah, mm. but I, I've never played that, so I don't know what that what that even is. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if you stick to the Amiga games, you can't go wrong, really. So yeah. um, you know, all New World of Lemmings, the original Lemmings, um, the expansion packs are worth playing as well. The Oh No More Lemmings, um, you know, Christmas, Christmas Lemmings. lemmings yeah. Uh, it's all you know. It's all good if you if you like that kind of thing. The PlayStation port of the, uh, the original PlayStation had a pack of Lemmings and No No More Lemmings. Mm-hmm. Um, that's worth picking up as well. They're they're really quite accurate ports of the the original games. So yeah, yeah get those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did. I want I wanted to see if if Abby would come on and talk a bit a little bit about Lemmings. Um, but I don't think she does. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be quite nice because you know she yeah. she was really into that and she was helping me play it, helping me understand how it works. Um, and because she's much more into her computer games than I mm. than I was as a kid, they had a computer, um, you know, with all these DOS games and stuff. So, um, but yeah, oh yeah, so that would have been good. Yeah, I don't think she's um, we did have one comment on Twitter about Lemmings in general. Mm. from our friend Webster. Um, he says, I wasn't very good at it, so would mess around by letting the lemmings die in increasingly comical ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we didn't mention, actually, some of the ways that some of the traps are really quite gruesome. Mm. Um, in the first game, like the, there's like a, a hangman's noose, and they get... Uh, I didn't get that get, far. 
Yeah, they really? get caught up in it and they, they get hung. I saw um, the one in Lemmings 2 where it's like an upturned bottle and they sort of sucks them in and kind of yeah. like a vacuum, I think it is. And it just kind of yeah, kills they, them. Yeah, it's quite, quite, <laughs> yeah. quite gruesome. Yeah. Some of them, you know, they meet quite sticky ends, some of them. Um, but yeah. Just one more thing that I forgot to mention. It ties into when we talked about Walker. Uh, someone, when we talked about that, someone said that it was the inspiration for Lemmings, like the the, the little characters in Walker. Um, and it turns out to be true. When one of the guys was designing those little characters for Walker, they they sort of saw that and thought, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a game where those little guys are walking around and we could you could manipulate them and stuff like that? Yeah. So it's just interesting that that you know it almost came full circle to what we were discussing earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just reading. Um, Mike Daly is the well, I mentioned previously the um, the blog on JavaLemmings dot com. Hmm. Um, he. Yeah, he confirms that on there. He says, Scott Johnson, author of Hired Guns on the Amiga, had just been hired as a freelance artist, uh, given the task of creating characters for Walker. Uh, after building the Walker's head, he set about drawing little men for the Walker to shoot at in a 16 by 16 pixel box. Mm. I, however, maintain they could be done in less, 8 by 8 yeah. or so, I thought. One lunchtime, I borrowed someone's Amiga and set about trying to prove him wrong. And then he shows like a GIF of the a little animation he came up with that shows these little creatures going about. Mm. And apparently that's where, you know, that, that was the, the genesis of the, the whole Lemmings lemmings idea yeah. so really really fascinating read even if you're not into lemmings just the the process of of game design as it was then i mean i think you know game development now is a very different beast um but back then when it was just you know a bunch of friends making games together um yeah it's just really a, a fascinating insight into you know sort of amiga game development so I'll, I'll post that on the on the twitter for people to read as well and yeah, i think I it's, it's it's well worth well worth having a, a peruse yeah um, I was going to say something then, but I've, it slipped out of my mind. Oh. Um, Lemmings. Uh, Lemmings, Walker, Amiga. Lemmings, Walker, no, no, it's gone. It's Sorry. gone. It was going to be a lovely final point as well, but I've completely forgotten what it is. Um, oh, well. So, yeah, Lemmings. A bit of Lemmings. For That's quite a good. I think that was quite a good sort of rundown of Lemmings in general for anyone <laughs> like me who was completely new to the series. I hope that was proved useful to people. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think... Yeah, I'd always say I. I don't think have we ever said uh, have we ever concluded that a game isn't worth anyone trying. I don't think we've ever got to an end of a show um, and said don't play we it. We said it about uh, Rise of the Robots. Un- oh yeah, understandably. we did. <laughs> but I think <laughs> yeah, that did. even like even when we did the uh, Overblood, I I quite I quite enjoyed Overblood. So <laughs> yeah, and even the ones that I didn't like so much that you did like Medieval and mm. uh, Dino Crisis. I think even then I said, still said, give it a try because they're obviously popular and you probably like them even if I didn't. So yeah, I think yeah. So I, th- I think we can add Lemmings Mobile to the list of ones that you shouldn't try unless yeah, you want to have fair. a hilarious time looking at how you know how awful mobile games have become. Um, but yeah, Lemmings One and Lemmings Two. I, I even though they weren't necessarily for me, I certainly wouldn't say that you shouldn't try them because if you love computer games like that, like. Sort of and puzzle games and kind of like you could spend like half an hour or, or maybe even an hour on some of these levels, you know, just trying to work out how to slowly work out a puzzle. I think they're definitely the games for you. Yeah. Um, it just happened to didn't gel with me on this occasion, but yeah. And Tim Wright's music on the original game is fantastic. Mm. It's just I love the Amiga 
sound anyway. The Amiga's got such a lovely sound chip. Yeah. Well, I'll have I to get just... you to pick out some some of the music to be used in this yeah. episode. I, I, you, know, you can use some of your favourites. Let me. Oh know. yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. So what, what's 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 the next on the the Podum Up schedule? Okay, so I wanted to do an N64 game this time because we've okay. only done one so far. And that was quite a long time ago, so I thought it was due. Um, I'm going for Mischief Makers, the 2D game by Treasure. Ah. Are you familiar with it? No, I've heard of it. I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, it's one of those that because I think because it was 2D and a bit wacky. It didn't generally get great reviews at the time, but has now since. I didn't know it was treasure. I, I think I, it... I, it's funny. I've got a picture in my head of like the old, the old print ads that would have been in like a magazine from back in the time. Yeah. From from back in the the day when it came out. Mm. Um, but I don't know anything more about it than that. I'm just looking okay. it up now. I had no idea that was treasure. I think I've okay. played it briefly. Oh. Yeah, I think it is by treasure. And it's just, yeah, 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 yeah. It has that sort of characteristic sort of wackiness. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, but it, it, you know, in more recent times, it's been looked on as sort of an underrated. It's one of those games that was passed over a little bit, and it's actually pretty good and interesting and fun. So I think I thought we should we should try it out. Okay, yeah. that's great. I'm just looking at a screenshot. It's got a little cat on there, so mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm Cat Clancer, and I've come to destroy Marina, but I'm too weak. So okay, we'll that. have to find out what that's all. Yeah, about. that's a, that's um, a cliffhanger to leave, leave on, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that it's supposed to be pretty fun. good. So um, should have some should have some fun with it. One of the few two D games on the N sixty four. So presumably it um, holds up a lot better than some of the three D stuff these days. Yeah, I'm just having a look. Not too pricey on eBay either. Um, okay. Cart only copy. Oh, yeah. I didn't check that beforehand. To be fair, I probably should have checked that it wasn't super expensive. Um, it's not that you expensive. Can, you can emulate it. it, you know, and everything. So, yeah. Know. The trouble is, N sixty four is starting to suffer the same as the Game Boy Advance. So there's lots of counterfeit cartridges yeah, out there now. So, I can imagine, yeah. yeah. But yeah. yeah, okay, brilliant. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, cool. Okay. So that's next month. Uh, I think that's about everything, isn't it? So, um, I think if you so. want to email us, it's up at gmail dot com. You can get us on Twitter at Podemup, and um, I always forget the other one. Podemup. Podemup. Live is our little website. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so yeah, get in touch. Tell us what you think about Lemmings. Tell you what. Tell us what you think about Mischief Makers. Uh, give us more games to look at. Um, Interacts, please. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Mm. And um, yeah, our, our episodes are available where all good podcasts are available. Just in case, yes. just in case you weren't sure. That's something, something podcasts say at the end, you know, they're just available on everything, which I thought would be obvious, but you know. Sorry, I was trying to hold in a cough that whole time. That's why I was oh, being sorry. a bit quiet, but oh, okay. um, That's fine. I couldn't, I, I couldn't hold it in any longer. I needed to to just have a, a cough. I need a drink. That's Probably absolutely hot, fine. Coughing, hot chocolate. Coughing is allowed during recording. That's absolutely yes. Fine. Yeah, I should get one of those proper, you know, like a um, proper DJ. Um, radio presenters they got a cough button they do yeah, yeah or one of those button. yeah cough button mm. um right it's getting late so let's wrap it up shall we wrap it up like a christmas package yeah like a lemmings christmas package like a lemmings christmas package all right have a lovely month and we'll see you next time Bye-bye. bye bye bye